in the know for Tuesday, February 22, the 53rd day of 2022. There are 312 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through in the know at K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose. Live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud or iTunes or Spotify podcast on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. How much precipitation and how long? Really coming down this morning. We'll tell you about that and a whole lot more coming up today here on In The Know. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. Is my beautiful wife. The beautiful girl. It's me. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm okay. Not digging the weather. Duh. It's just all of yeah. a sudden, um, mm-hmm. as we're doing the show today, has gotten uh, really precipitous here in the last few minutes. Yeah. I saw a photograph of you. I don't have it to share, but I saw a photograph of you over the weekend with a uh, a very tall black bear. Yes. Yes. Um, you encountered yes. a bear over I the did. weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, now it was a bear statue, so that's good. But I did uh, run across a situation in California. There's a 500 bear, a uh, 500 pound bear named Hank the Tank. Listen, I, I'm loving this bear. You are. So uh, you've seen Hank yes. the Tank. Oh, and I've been following this. So yeah. he has broken into nearly 40 homes in California. He has earned his name from the South Lake Tahoe residence, broken into dozens of homes in the area in recent months. He has been eating human food and garbage, breaking into the homes through garages, windows, and doors. So he's smarter than the average bear. He really hey, is. boo-boo. And um, it says, as of Friday, 38 homes in the Lake Tahoe area had been damaged by Hank. And so they say, why does he do this? It's much easier to find leftover pizza than it is to go out into the woods and find your dinner. So, so long as there are things outside for Hank the Tank to eat, he'll be, uh, he'll be hanging around. And apparently he'll go indoors as well. He is the five-time winner of the coveted Ohio News Hawk Award. He's the two-time Silver Sound nominee covering every corner of the globe. London, Moscow, Paris, and Aberdeen. He's Sam Gormley and the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? I'm hanging in there. Yeah, today's a today's an interesting day. Um, two twenty-two twenty-two. It's not just a palindrome, but it's a ubiquitous palindrome. You know what a ubiquitous palindrome means? Mm, tell me. So different in different parts of the world, they do different date uh-huh. formats. Some uh-huh. countries, they put the year first and then the month and then the date. or they, So they invert it. So here in the, in the States, we do month, day, and we do year typically. So you can rearrange it with the twos in any way you want. And so this may be the biggest day ever for weddings in Las Vegas. <laughs> Oh dear! Well, because this entire week is is palindrome week. Two twenty two twenty two, and today is also Tuesday. So mm-hmm. if yeah. two people, so Tuesday two twenty two twenty two, and people decided two people getting married, that's the perfect day to uh, get married. So a Tuesday, it's like I actually have a friend that his daughter is turning 22 today Ooh, right even better and then what what day was it last week sam what uh what it was two nine yeah two on february 9th of uh, the year 22 we did show 2922 and i didn't realize oh, yeah, that till yeah, after yeah, the yeah. show and i thought this is weird so we did 2922 on 2922 so it's very uh very interesting hey uh before we talk about how much it's gonna rain today i got a note by the so thank you thank you thank you thank you i got a note last night from uh colonel debbie childress over at the uh, grayson county alliance if you were with the show yesterday you know she was here talking about empty bowls and uh wow what a response she reports over $10,000 raised from empty bowls last night which is a huge amount uh when you talk about i think she shared yesterday uh $25 in your ticket would supply over 100 meals so just extrapolate that out into $10,000 and what it will do i also drew um i i will take a 
I'll take a modicum of credit for this, but we paid a little attention yesterday to the auction for the Larry Elmore Bowl that uh, they were having an auction via their Facebook page. And I asked about it in particular, and Sam, you looked it up during the break, and the bid like at Showtime yesterday was $10, wasn't it? So we didn't really mention it and say, okay, that's, you know, obviously it's way too low. Uh, I learned last night $2,022 was the winning bid for Larry Elmore's Bowl for the uh, Grayson County Alliance Empty Bowls. Last year, by comparison, the winning bid was 600 So just to give you an idea, wow. the, the people around the show yesterday um, that were motivated to go and bid and participate, whatever led to the winning bid of $2,022, uh, fabulous. So thank you for helping support the Alliance and the Empty Bowls event. Uh, yesterday, Vladimir Putin announced that um, there were a couple of territories of Ukraine which are now independent. And I, I don't know how he magically does that, but basically he's trying to create some confusion that enables his peacekeepers to go into these indiv- these independent areas and uh, try and quote unquote keep the peace. So, be interesting to see what happens as things unfold in the coming days. I wonder what role the Olympics played in the delay of their plans, because while the world's athletes were gathered and you know you had China that was hosting these events, and China obviously is Russia friendly. Was there something significant about waiting for the dust to clear on the Olympics? And then he says, okay, now I'm moving into Ukraine. And by the way, did, what, was there some, did I miss class the day that we renamed Kiev to just Kiev? Did we used to spell it K-I-E-V, the capital of Ukraine, and now they just you, call it Kiev? You, um, the American spelling is K-I-E-V, and I think they all have always spelled a K-Y-I-V. So I've been seeing, though, on American television, when they list it, that they've changed the American spelling of it to what the Ukraines are. So it's not, it's never been Kiev. We've just pronounced it that because we spelled it K-I-E-V. And I know that as as my broadcasting professor would say at Western, it's not Moscow either. It's Moscow. Oh. Remember, she always says, there's no cows in Moscow. So Nosco, in Moscow, Moscow mules. Okay, yes, I Moscow. Yeah, I remember. Right. There you go, Miss Cherry. I did my job. <laughs> She'll be happy. And- <laughs> Those lessons are still paying dividends. Oh, yes. uh, by the way, I'll backtrack just a moment for the weather. Uh, about an inch of rain is expected for the region over this uh, daytime period. But um, when you hear, if you're listening to uh, Louisville meteorologists, as they look off later in the week, when they when they start talking about sleet and maybe some mixture of uh, a mixture of precipitation on Thursday, that's off for the north. That's the northern portions of their coverage area, not down for us. So uh, we're going to see a flood watch though for all areas uh, through uh, tonight, and then again expected about an inch of rain. But the high today will be sixty six. We'll see an overnight low of 36 with some rain early. I think the rain should be out of here by about 11 o'clock central time tonight. I think once we get 11 o'clock, we will have turned the corner. It could vamoose just a little bit earlier than that. Mostly cloudy and 47 for tomorrow is what to be expected. And then maybe for our area, another half inch of rain on Thursday. So an inch today, an inch or so today. Maybe you get some locally varying totals. And then uh, about half of that expected for Thursday. Governor Bashir announced yesterday that the for the fourth straight week, there was another steep decline in new cases of COVID-19 with 25,173 for the seven-day period ending Sunday. That's the lowest in two months. Yesterday's number was 969, but deaths were still higher. I think uh, 21 is what I saw them report yesterday on fatalities. I I couldn't help but notice yesterday I saw, uh, it was WLKY or someone does a comparison at the same time, or they show them in back-to-back slides, and they show Indiana's numbers, and then they show Kentucky's numbers, and Indiana had zero deaths reported yesterday, but like they had higher cases, which was 
which was odd to me. It uh, struck me as odd. But the positivity rate was down to 12.74 yesterday, which is still high. But considering we were at 35 or 36 percent a couple of weeks ago, then certainly better. Hospitalizations, ICU and ventilator usage also decline. Uh, before we talk about the local number, I also did see that uh, the governor had some sad news to report that the death toll from the December tornadoes in Mayfield had increased by one. There was a 33-year-old Mayfield woman who was injured in the tornadoes. Her unborn child was delivered and uh, as a result of the storm, like during the storm, the child passed six days after the storm and the mom succumbed to injuries in the last day or so. So now at 80 is the toll for, uh, yes, absolutely. Well, for that community, they already had to mourn the loss of the, uh, of the, of the baby, which is awful. And, but then there was this rallying, you know, for two months, you were really rooting on this mom, uh, to be able to, to be able to hang on. So the sad news continues out of Western Kentucky, um, back to COVID-19 in Grayson County, the number of incident is down to 53, which we were five times that back on February one. So a market improvement over the na- uh, last few days, a combined 95 new cases between Saturday and Monday. Seeing a little orange creep up, even some yellow on the map if you want to go all the way to Fulton and Hickman counties. Um, got but, far western and northern Kentucky and yeah, orange. So if we could just start to paint that in a little bit, everybody headed in the headed in the right direction. You know, you look at Breckenridge County is in the 30s, Ohio County is in the 30s, Butler County is in the 40s, Edmondson County is in the 30s. So if we can just keep going in that right direction, we'll be in good shape. Uh, fire, uh, fire departments throughout Grayson County responded to multiple grass and wood fire over the last several days, even though a Department of Forestry daytime burn ban is in effect until April 30. Not all of the fires, uh, which have ranged from small nuisance fires to large wood fires, have been started by careless burning. But through a combination of careless burning and people, you know, tossing cigarettes out or uh, walking off and, and leaving um, uh, fires or whatever have um, have caused problems. Yesterday afternoon, about three, Litchfield and Caneyville fire responded to Duval Road, which is uh, off of Rabbit Flat Road on a large woods fire that threatened a nearby residence. Litchfield Fire Chief Tim Duvall said maybe about 15 to 20 acres of land was damaged. So just be uh, really careful when you're uh, burning. And I think the advisory is but before 6 p.m., not within 150 feet of uh, brushland, woodland or brushland. An elderly Litchfield man has been killed in a single vehicle accident just west of Short Creek yesterday afternoon about 1.30. Uh, Sheriff... Uh, Chaffins and Chief Deputy Mudd, along with Litchfield and Falls of Rough Fire and EMS uh, as well, responded to the accident at the 11,200 block of Owensboro Road, which is Highway 54. They found an older model Toyota pickup truck dream driven by 81-year-old Charles Stevenson, been pulling a trailer. Apparently the trailer uh, started to... Uh, swerve as they rounded a curve and uh, lost the roadway. Vehicle flipped on its side, pronounced deceased. A uh, tragic accident to report to you this morning in West Grayson County. All right, what else t- that you need to know about to get uh, caught up? Oh, avian influenza. I'm looking forward to, I think I think Whitney uh, will be here tomorrow, maybe have some additional information or give us <laughs> some idea. That was not on purpose. Uh, <laughs> some idea right on cue. I, mm-hmm. I said her name and her name appeared on the screen, but she will have more information perhaps tomorrow or uh, we'll send us some information about this you mean, you mean natalie can't bring us that okay. well i mean she <laughs> can hand it off to natalie she too. can give her some talking <laughs> points she'll do just fine uh kentucky transportation secretary jim gray has signed an official order to temporarily suspend certain restrictions on motor carriers delivering wood chips for composting chickens in western and southern kentucky the action was taken due to cases of avian influenza reported in fulton and webster counties which have resulted in affected flocks being euthanized in an effort to contain the spread of the disease. So here's what you really need to know. Isn't Webster County, isn't that where uh, one of the big chicken plants is? Uh, sure. I mean, they have uh, Cromwell's, where the the biggest one in the region that I know of, but they may have a significant one down at, uh, that'd be Providence, Webster County, in that general area, mm-hmm. down uh, south 
west of Henderson, I guess, or due south of Henderson. The the Department of Agriculture says avian influenza does not present a food safety risk. Poultry and eggs are safe to eat when handled and cooked properly. There is no risk to the food supply, but the birds from the flock will not enter the food system just the same. No human cases of avian influenza have been detected in the United States. The order is in effect through 12.01 a.m. Eastern Time on March 18th. It temporarily relieves commercial drivers from maximum driving times and way station stops if they are transporting composting materials to affected areas. So I guess uh, for poultry producers, in essence, they're starting from scratch. If the flocks they have are going to be euthanized and discarded, then they would obviously have to go in and, uh, I don't know if sanitize is the right word, but it's the closest uh, closest word I can come up with. You, basically, if you need more composting materials, you've got to start from scratch with your, uh, with your production and with new flocks. So, again, a, an issue that's way above my head, but maybe look forward to – we have sources, so maybe mm-hmm. those sources will help uh, give us the what's what about it. Medina Spirit was stripped of the Kentucky Derby victory in last year's uh, uh, race, and Mandaloon was declared the winner after a ruling by the state racing stewards yesterday. This is going to go down as one of the oddest stories in Derby history. Uh, it would be one thing for Medina Spirit to be stripped of the title and Mandaloon installed, but Medina Spirit is no longer with us. You know, Medina Spirit, uh, the since deceased Medina Spirit, tested positive after the race last May for a steroid. It's legal in Kentucky, but it's banned on race day, so you know all the controversy about those things. Medina Spirit finished half a length ahead of Mandaloon in the race, gave Baffert what was then his seventh Kentucky Derby title. Baffert was subsequently banned for two years by Churchill Downs following the positive test. Yesterday's decision by the Horse Racing Commission makes Medina Spirit the second horse in the 147-year history of the race to be disqualified for a banned substance. The first was Dancer's Image in 1968, a decision that gave forward pass the victory. The only other disqualification was in 2019 when maximum security was penalized because of an interference giving Country House the win. That will be a tremendous trivia question in generations to come for Kentuckians is who won the 2021 Kentucky Derby? Mandaloon. Yeah, because many people, they're going to think back to that day and say, say well, Medina Spirit. Oh, contraire, mon frere, Mandaloon. So it made me wonder how much. So, by the way, if you had Mandaloon, which I think I did in the family pool, I don't expect any of the <laughs> winnings to be redistributed. I also was thinking about how much time that Churchill Downs had to spend yesterday changing, obviously, their signage in the paddock has got the Derby winner listed. That's an obvious one. But how many other places was Medina Spirit listed as the winner yeah. that, that they now have to go back and change? I mean, that... Yeah, and I, I would hate the, to be in charge of that. What about the yeah. silver cup? What about the trophy that they give that the governor presents to the to the owner? Do they like? Do they send somebody to their house? We're going to need our trophy back. <laughs> That's what Andy, and then Andy does. That they drive it over to Mandaloon's house and go. Here's your trophy. Uh, to mark President's Day yesterday, Secretary of State Michael Adams announced the Ronald Reagan Award Program which will recognize those Kentucky businesses that encourage employees to serve as poll workers in this year's upcoming elections. He said, we can't have an election without election workers. Government can't solve all of our problems. So I'm asking the private sector to help us open the polls. To qualify for the award, nominees must be a Kentucky business in good standing with the Secretary of State's office and promote the recruitment of poll workers by offering paid time off so they can volunteer as a poll worker or provide other incentives such as bonuses or additional days off. One of my one of my greatest joys on Election Day is going in and carrying on with the poll workers because I think here are people who have obvious, probably have better things to do but they showed up before 6 a.m., and they'll be here until after 6 p.m., and they gave a time for training. They, you know, they took time and because it's their civic duty. And so I always think about what they do there, and I like to, I like to see them and cut up with them. And, well, and the poll workers, they love you. I don't know that they love me. They oh, just tolerate they me. they do. 
that's that's it just those ladies when they, he walks in they placate me that's all they do well, so you got it coming up here about what three months yeah, primary not not too long. The U of L Cardinals' success was short lived. The North Carolina Tar Heels sent them back on the losing side with a seventy to sixty three victory. Um, how about Oscar Sheboy being cleared to reap the benefits of NIL deals now? For if you've not been following the story, because uh, because Oscar has been here on a a study visa. He has not qualified for NIL deals, which is which stupid, is very, very odd. Uh, but he hasn't had the same liberties that his teammates have until yesterday. They got the visa thing worked out. The TJ Beesner and uh, the other UK staff, I think, helped get all the details worked out on that. So he had the same opportunity as everyone else, which does a couple of things. It paves the way for Oscar to come back for another year, and it more importantly enables him to get his family out of the Congo and relocated to the States. So I saw I saw a tweet yesterday from someone that said, imagine the first time that they put Oscar's mom on the Jumbotron at Rupp, like the ovation that Oscar Shibwe's mother is going to receive when she comes from the Congo to the United States. I don't know if that can happen before the end of the regular season. I don't know. But furthermore, Sam, imagine the day when Oscar Shibwe's mom gets to be the Y, mm-hmm. right? The, so if you don't know, the tradition at Rupp is, is it the under eight? I think it's the under eight timeout. I don't know out. which time. I don't, I don't know when it is. It's a, there's a particular timeout at Rupp that during it, the UK cheerleaders come through and they spell, you know, they start, they spell the K and the E and they tumble and they spell it out. And then they always bring a dignitary or someone that BBN loves who comes out and just holds their arms up and is the Y. And when Oscar's mama gets to do that, that will be woo. Now, I would watch that. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> they don't show it on TV. But thanks to Twitter, I'm sure it will be. Uh, I mean, Emmanuel quickly was the Y this past yeah, Saturday. Yeah, that's absolutely. So. so it would. How big of an honor would LeBron it be? LeBron has be been the, the Y before. Be the y. Mm-hmm. Has Drake been the Y? I don't know if he has. Obviously, Joe B has been the Y. Oh, plenty of times. Just, uh, Matt Bevan was the Y. Do you remember that when he got booed so bad? He was the... I don't remember him being the Y. Well, oh, he hasn't been the Y. He just got booed whenever he was mm-hmm. at Rupp Arena. Uh, okay. Uh, the Lady Cougar basketball season came to... Oh, wait. Liam Cohen watch. Mm-hmm. All right. So this time yesterday, we expected, okay, Liam Cohen taking the OC's job with the Rams. But the fact that there hasn't been anything official, Sam, is that is that a done deal? I'd be shocked. I mean, I mean, I'd be shocked if he didn't as well. But is there a reason he told? It's he pro- met they're with just his going team. through all of these contract, you know. And you yeah, I, I, I can't imagine that there's a scenario that he's not the offensive coordinator of of that team in Los Angeles that I'm still don't want to talk about. You'll you'll get to keep more money living in Kentucky. True, but I he, I don't think money is a factor for him. I think he's fine. Okay. All right, maybe. And the uh, Lady Cougar basketball season. Yeah, they uh, they started slow, closed closed the gap, but then kind of got out of the great way. Great second and third yeah. quarter. They were down by one at the start of the fourth quarter, and Butler County opened the the fourth quarter on a twelve zero run. They ended up winning the game by by twelve points, and that game was much much closer than it was. The Lady Cougars have a lot to be proud of with how they they fought to close the season last night. Uh, so, uh, and then the, the Cougar boys tonight. Also play Butler County at 7.30, and hopefully we'll be able to have some video for you. <laughs> hopefully the outcome will be different on that multiple too. fronts. That yeah. too, yes. Today. All right, there you go. So you're all caught up. we got plenty more on the way. Uh, hang around here on In the Notes. Today is Be Humble Day. So uh, is that, is, I say humble. I don't, I know some people that say humble. I don't say, I don't say humble. Because then you say, well, I had to eat humble pie. I wouldn't say I had to eat humble pie. I've never heard of humble. Yeah, just, there's some people that, that just don't pronounce the, the H in humble, like herb and herb. It's herb and humble. 
that strikes me as odd. Today is also World Thinking Day. I don't know if you're supposed to do more of it or less of it. Oh, I'm hoping for less. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Not sure. Um, Marty tired. But it's it's uh, it's the day. So, uh, World Thinking Day. Yeah. Lincoln, Lincoln. I've been thinking. Uh, by the way, I just found out this morning we're going to have a special guest on Friday, and she is a fourth grade student from Wilkie Elementary School. And she is going to help us all, you, 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 all of you, going to help set us up for a month of kindness in March. Okay. I love right? this. So they're going to okay. be, they're going to be day, every weekday in March, they're going to be certain acts of kindness that we're all going to do. And Miss Ellie is going to help us set the scene for March to know what kindness acts we're going to be doing on individual days. So do we get to create those rules for our Facebook comment section? Um, hmm. We'll have to ask Ellie. Okay. When she, I hope, I'm hoping that that can... When she gets here. We can have more power then. My expression to you might be... Be nice. Might be, when pigs fly... Mm. Well, uh, I can just go to Cincinnati and there's all sorts of examples of pigs flying. I ran across a list. I love when pigs fly. When pigs fly, because I'm always reminded of Alice, the show, because that's what Flo would say. Male, she'd say, male, kiss my grits. And then she'd say, when donkeys fly. And so I always love that. Uh, I always love that phrase. But so that phrase, along with uh, when Hades freezes over, you've heard people say that before. They are called ad- adenata, A-D-Y-N-A-T-A. And it's from the Greek word for impossible. So. The Greek word for impossible is A-D-Y-N-A-T-A. And so around the world, different countries have different ways of saying when pigs fly. Uh, Wayne and Garth, they they use (laughs) monkeys and rear ends. (laughs) I've I've got a couple. I could spout off. All right. In Turkey, in Turkey, is it about... A bear in the woods? No, it's not that one. This is about the impossible. That's that's a possible one. Turkey <laughs> says, when the garden is full of ducks holding pastry in their hands, that's their version in the country of Turkey. Their version of when, when pigs fly is when the garden is full of ducks holding pastry in their hands. Who hadn't seen a duck eating a donut? I mean, I have. It's a common occurrence. Interesting. In China, it's when the sun rises in the west. All okay. right. That one makes more sense. Yeah, no, no, that makes sense. Right? That's the equivalent of, I don't know if it's the equivalent of when pigs fly, but it makes more sense. In Germany, it's when dogs bark with their tails. <laughs> All right. Okay. It makes sense, doesn't it? It's impossible. It's probably closer to pigs flying is dogs barking with their tails. I almost like that one more. In Denmark, it's when there are two Wednesdays in a week. In Bulgaria, it's when the pig climbs the pear tree in yellow slippers. That's too, too specific. <laughs> you ever get that calendar or that giraffe wearing high heels? <laughs> <laughs> That's a pig wearing That's yellow slippers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I laugh so hard. In Portugal, it's in the afternoon of St. Never's Day. <laughs> uh, yeah, like 12th of Never. When are you going to do that? In the afternoon of St. Never's Day. Good. When frogs grow hair, that's what they say in Spain. In France, they say when chickens have teeth. Okay. That <laughs> and, one's pretty good. In the Seychelles, they say in the year 2000 and never. Ooh, burn. I was going to say, that sounds like a... That's a burn. When are you going to do the da-da-da in the year 2000 and never? And in Thailand, this is, strikes me as odd because I wouldn't think that in Thailand they have these. But in Thailand, their version of when pigs fly is when the Seven Eleven closes. <laughs> that is true. The Seven Eleven is always open. Why do they have a lock on the door? Have you ever given that any consideration? I mean, well, I know that that just makes me think of the there was the Bengals wide receiver Chad Johnson. He says, "I'm like Seven Eleven, always open, always open." A Virginia man gave his wife 
a scratch-off ticket, lottery ticket for Valentine's Day. She scratched it off, and it was a $10 million winner. Bless your heart, honey. How much did he spend on the, what was his scratch-off ticket price, does it say? It, it doesn't say, um, but those those $10 million ones are like $20, only. or th- some of those lottery tickets are like 25 or $20, although it may, it may be different in Virginia. But so she went from, you bought me a lottery ticket, to, you bought me a lottery ticket. Well, he gave it to her, she scratched it off, and she said it was a winner, and he didn't believe her. He was like, no, it was, he didn't, he didn't. He didn't even think that it was even possible. And by the way, the store, she gets a one-time cash option of $6,570,000. And the store that sold it gets $50,000. Hmm. I so, love it. What, what is, does it say what the option, because it says a one, you get the choice of a one-time option or like paid over months or something? Yeah, you could take a full amount over 30 years or a one-time oh, cash I'd option. Spread it out. I mean, no, I'm more it just a... depends. I, Six million dollars is enough, depending upon your situation, your age. That's something that wisely, you know, you, you'd be fine. But ten million dollars spread over, you're going to be taxed on it every year. I don't. If they could do, if they would do a big chunk and then spread the rest over thirty years, then maybe you might you consider could take that like three million now and then the next three. Yeah, if you and, take half of it now and then spread the other five million over, you know, a longer period of time, you can start playing with those numbers. But to just be able to walk away, uh, so but it's a one-time cash cash option of six million five hundred seventy thousand dollars. But is that before or after the the Virginia Revenue Cabinet comes along? Well, I would presume since she won $15 million, they've already gotten their well, share, She won right? 10 Oh. It was a $10 million winner, and so it's either the one-time cash option is $6.5 well, well, I'm going to go with that's there. pre-tax. Well, there wouldn't be any incentive, though, to the lottery to give her. If she's already, they would make her a $8 million instead of 10 They That's not a good deal for the lottery. They would rather just pay it out over 30 years if they're going to do that. So you pay. My guess is there's a heavy premium on taking the upfront cash option. Oh well, if and it's, then you, you still the, pay tax. If you get over thirty years, you get ten mil. Then I'm going to take the over thirty years. I bet when all is said and done, she's under five million dollars. What a shame! That would be. My right. I think I mean, she's, like, I think she's gonna be okay with that. that. I think she's gonna be okay. You won ten million dollars, but you really didn't because, well, one, if you want all your money now, then I mean, I'd be fine with a thousand dollars. Read the fine. Fine for what? For how long? I mean, if somebody said, hey, you just won $1,000, I'd say, well, thank you very much. Okay. All right. How long does that gratitude last, by the way? I mean, that's what I... $1,000? Yeah. Oh, well, be very thankful. All week? Sure. <laughs> I can make, after he pays rent. I'll I can be, make $1,000 last a while. Be thankful for the rest of the week or the rest of the month. Yeah, I mean, it's the 22nd. You can make it till the end of the month, can't you, Sam? Oh, yeah. Um, on $1,000 worth of happiness. Uh, ben and Jerry's introduces a new cookie dough mix. Ben and Jerry's cookie dough chunks. Uh, hmm, I mean, I'm good with cookie dough, but can I? I just kind of just like regular cookie dough. I don't know that I need it to be all vanity cookie dough. S'mores sound good though. Now is this frozen cookie dough? Uh, yeah, by the way, I would rather dough, have okay. s'mores, s'mores, <laughs> s'mores, <laughs> s'mores flavoring than actual s'mores. Really. Yep. Hershey's creates the new Celebrate She chocolate bar in recognition of Women's History Month. So uh, you may be seeing that at the store. It's emphasized. It's got the S, H, and E in Hershey's. I like that. Emphasized. So, yeah, okay. So um, girl power, when you pick those up off the shelf, fine with me. Hey, do it to it. And this made me laugh. So, you know, I, I, I won't blame it. I'm going to give a lot of credit to the Duck Dynasty guys. But over the last decade, we've become a much more bearded society. Um, there are there are men, I presume mostly men, that are growing these big, huge, full-faced, long, Civil War-era beards. Shout out to head coach Brian Jones, the Cougar football team. He's got himself a nice beard. He's still got it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. He's got it. Well, I mean, keep I it knew, during uh, basketball season. I knew, get rid of it. I knew why he was keeping it for a long time, but I, there, I didn't know if there became a moment when he said, like, I wouldn't recognize him. Without the beard? No. Oh, he shaved it one time 
uh, football, and I had to do a double take. Like, did, did, <laughs> did we get a new football coach? And yeah. I wasn't aware. So, but there has to be like these guys that love these big full beers. They really love them, right? Mm-hmm. It's kind of an all or nothing. We're either all they can in pull or, it or off not. One hundred percent. Some people can. I can't. I did it mm-hmm. one time just to prove that I could, but I was like, never again. It's just not. This is not going to work. You, uh, did you I, gr- like full on Brian Jones? No, no, nothing like that. No, I barely. Could and just I was say, not around. Look, look I, can, no, I, was, oh, I, I, I was, can assume that I was twenty. You, you know, probably so. would have. Uh, you probably would have gotten the razor out in the middle of the night and got rid of it, wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. But now I can get on board with this guy because he's doing it right. A Florida man has delighted the internet with his unusual photograph. For his driver's license, he had a big, full beard that he shaved half of and then went and got his driver's license renewed, and they let him by with it. So he is sporting a Florida driver's license. This looks like he just colored Sharpie, or he looks like one of those woolly woolly willies. He looks like one of the woolly willies. Can we say that for sure is a bunch of just for men? Like, he has so just for men his beard. Because it's a hair... His beard does not does not match the color of his hair on nah. top of his head, but that is awesome. Okay, because you turn one way and you're clean shaven, <laughs> and you turn the other and you have a complete full beard. If you're gonna do it, do something fun like this. You get my respect. So props to you. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. Hang around here on In the Nose. The sound of Darth Vader's breathing in Star Wars was made with a scuba regulator. Makes I can sense. see that. Makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, I am. I am fascinated by the sounds. Like it's an entire industry in entertainment where they go in and they figure out these weird things to bang together and the way of making these weird yeah. sounds these and and star wars is one i mean there are beeps and boops and like that at that time there there was not a way of artificially create there were no synthesizers that said listen to this beep and boop sound so they had to take cans or they had to take dripping water or slow it down to make all those sounds is did they not use the remarkable. beep and boop guy from space balls <laughs> He's dying. Yeah. Beep, boop, 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 oh, we got jammed. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, raspberry. What a great movie. May the Schwartz be with you. <laughs> now that, I much prefer to Star Wars. <laughs> I love this, that someone at Peacock, the streaming provider, apparently has a sense of humor because TikTok, someone on TikTok has unearthed an Easter egg in the terms and conditions for the Peacock streaming service. And the Easter egg is from the office and it is the recipe for Kevin's famous chili. (laughs) So if you actually go to the trouble to read the terms and conditions for Peacock streaming service, they baked in, in there, the recipe for Kevin's chili, just to see if anyone would ever find it. I love it so much. Me too. Right? Are you going to make it now? Oh, I can make it easily. I mean, I would be happy to make it, but... That's not the point. But it has... There was a time in my... Maybe you don't remember, and I didn't do it much, but when handheld GPS units became available, like Garmin started making the ones you could carry around... There, it launched a hobby called geocaching. Oh, yeah. And so geocaching was always fascinating to me is that you used your GPS to find these coordinates and then you opened up this box and you you could take something, but then you had to leave something. And so like, okay, well, that's kind of cool. Well, the terms and Easter eggs in terms and conditions are a little bit like modern geocaching because if you look hard enough, you might find something. But I would like us to live in a society where there's the Wikipedia principle where while you're there, you get to leave something in the terms of conditions for someone else to find. That sounds like it could be very dangerous. It could. But, well, speaking of Kevin's Chili, did you see the UK Twitter account? 
did a after the Alabama game, they put the Alabama logo over Kevin's face when he dropped the chili of like <laughs> dropping the lead from Saturday. I think I did see that on Saturday. Pretty, yeah. pretty close. Pretty good. Courtney Cox thought she looked really strange with facial fillers, and she said that people would talk about me. Well, she's right. Yeah. Um, she is now. Listen, we 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 all age, and and I know that. Women are held to uh, uh, either they hold themselves to a much higher standard. They're held to a higher standard by society. Uh, aging isn't isn't an aging is harder for women than it is for men. Let's just I'll just say it that way. But you can also get too far the other direction, and I think she was that she she was just not very natural looking. So I think she is slowly removing that process and maybe she'll start to look a little more normal just back to like a natural what courtney cox should look like Mm -hmm. at her age it happens to the as as the young lady over there says nobody gets out alive right you you you, on your last day on earth you're not going to look like your first day on earth and very few of them in between it's just not going to work matthew perry says he will spill Friends drama in his upcoming memoir. So as the uh, primary friends uh, lover in my life, do you feel okay with Matthew Perry spilling the tea on friends or do you not want to know? No, I absolutely want to. You do? Okay. Yes. And I will will read it. Yes. You'll read the book. Absolutely. And and the thing is, you don't really read memoirs or biographies. You like fiction. Not my jam. Yeah. All right. But sounds like you're in on this one. The Batman new action-packed trailer debuted during the NBA All-Star Weekend. Who is the Batman? Uh, Robert Pattinson. Oh, that's right. Uh. So uh, the new that is uh, that is out. As someone who just watched the, one of the the Christian Bale ones last week, I don't know. Christian Bale was pretty decent as as Batman. Yeah, I'll have to take your I'll have to take your word for it. And then oh, we I've will say no. Uh, well, I mean, again, I think I said a couple of weeks ago. Uh-huh. I, I saw the one with Michael Keaton, and that's the oh, last. Gotta, the, gotta watch, that's the last. Gotta one watch I saw. the one with Heath Ledger. I'm not even seen Ben Affleck in Batman. No, I haven't just, seen that no, one either. No, no, I don't like bats. Even in superhero form, bats are scary to me. I don't like them. And we also say congratulations to Michael Bublé and his wife. They're expecting their fourth child. Well, get it, Bublé's. True love gets after it. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Finish it up for the morning here on In the Know. to ponder for today what's your favorite kid food what you would consider to be kid food so i'll tell you in america chicken nuggets is the best liked kid food mac and cheese but i got to thinking it's like but I like chicken McNuggets. Like, do I have to be, does that make me a, am I making a kid food choice mm-hmm. when I choose chicken McNuggets? In a way, I, don't, I guess kind of. I do think McNuggets, when they were first introduced, were probably geared more toward kids, but then mm-hmm. those kids grew up and we're still eating them. So <laughs> I don't, because we didn't really, he's like, oh good, chicken nuggets. That was, I, as a, as a kid, I hated chicken with bones. Like I didn't want to work around the bones. It was too much mm-hmm. work. So when the chicken McNugget came along, it was like. Holy moly. And it's got a little handle on the side, just a little bit of teeny tab that you can use to dip in your sauce. And it was so good. And first first off, before they had all the other um, sauces, it was, I think, just honey. Like honey was the initial dipping sauce for Chicken McNuggets, hmm. as I recall. I don't but know about that. It's been a few years I'll, ago I'll stick, with my bu- stick, stick with my buffalo sauce. Okay. Um, so you said mac and cheese. Well, and that's what I was going to say. So, what, what about grilled cheese? Is grilled cheese a kid food? My grandma would eat grilled cheese all the time. Is peanut, well, my paternal family as well. Is yeah. peanut butter and jelly a kid food? Can be. You would think, but I didn't have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich until I was a teenager or after. Plain pasta and string cheese in order. Those are, so you've got chicken nuggets. 
My dad still eats string cheese to this day. He does. Grilled cheese, peanut butter and jelly, plain pasta, and string cheese. And 72% of parents admit they eat the leftovers from their kid's plate. And the rest of you all are lying. (laughs) (laughs) Probably so. All right. On television tonight, the Jeopardy! National College Championship Finals. They've taken their time getting to the finals. I I can't. I where have, are they? Where are they from? I've got it recorded. I don't know. It's on ABC, and so I've got it recorded. But I don't. Just I have a hard time watching anything on ABC. The Fox Network has the season one finale of something called The Real Dirty Dancing. I missed the premiere and all the episodes in between, so no sense in watching the finale. And the season three premiere on TLC. Maybe you know about this called. Doubling down with the Derricos. I've seen um, promos or whatever for that, but I've never watched. You don't know the Derricos or why they're doubling down? Well, they're going to have more babies. Oh, I see. Okay. It's one of those we got a Mm -hmm. million kids shows. All right. Hey, whatever. Whatever floats your boat. But I don't watch it. Whatever. I don't watch any of those shows, so it doesn't doesn't have any impact on me. Today's highlight in history, <laughs> this date in 2021, the number of U.S. deaths from COVID-19 topped 500,000, uh, 500, according to John Hopkins University. They, in 1630, English colonists in the Massachusetts Bay Colony first sampled popcorn brought to them by a Native American named Quataquina for their Thanksgiving celebration. So you, you just wanted to say that name, didn't Quattaquina, you? absolutely. <laughs> Although I do love popcorn. And so, I mean, we can't say popcorn was invented on this date, but we can say the white man, right? The white man got popcorn this date in mm. 1630. I'm surprised it's not National Popcorn Day or something. It should be. Should it not? There's got to be a National Popcorn Day. In 1732, the first president of the United States, George Washington, was born in Westmoreland County in the Virginia Colony. In 1935, it became illegal for airplanes to fly over the White House. Oh, we missed it. January 19th is National Popcorn Day. Why? They missed it. It should be February 22nd. In 1980, the Miracle on Ice took place in Lake Placid. It's a great day. Birthdays today. Dr. J, Julia Serving. Is 72 today. Kyle McLaughlin is 63. BJ Singh is 59. Rachel Dratch is 56. So Rachel Dratch, obviously famously known for Debbie Downer, but I love what I love the role she plays in Just Go With It because she is the patient of Adam Sandler and Aniston, who has the weird has the weird eyebrow that won't come down, and like she just <clears throat> Rachel Dratch is is good. And Drew Barrymore is forty seven today. Wow, Gertie, <laughs> Gertie to you. Gone but not forgotten. So on this, on the same, on February twenty second, George Washington was born. Rembrandt was born. Chopin was born. Robert Young for Father's Knows Best was born. Sheldon Leonard was born in nineteen oh seven. Don Pardo in nineteen eighteen. Ted Kennedy in nineteen thirty two. Sparky Anderson too. Oh, I had that on here, Sam, because I was going to tell miss, you can't miss Sparky. I'm sorry Anderson. that I missed Sparky because I circled his name. Yeah, right there. See, he's right below Ted Kennedy. Okay. And I said, That's... I there was never a great for me as a kid. The episode when Sparky Anderson came on WKRP in Cincinnati, I was like, I was in television heaven. Mm-hmm. I was like, there's Sparky Anderson. Manager of the Big Red Machine. I didn't really like it so much when he was with the Tigers. Yeah, before my time. I didn't really understand managers moving around from team to team then. It was just... Well, he got fired from Reds. 1956, the Dreamweavers, number one, with It's Almost Tomorrow. be smiling, your eyes will not shine. Okay. Yeah, I had enough of that. <laughs> I'd rather hear Dreamweaver by uh, Gary Lewis. Ah, Buck Owens, number one in 1965. Well, I've got the tiger by the tail. Looks like I've got a tiger by the tail. I hear that uh, whenever the Cougars are headed to Breckenridge County, they play that. They play that on the bus as they ride up 259. What they play? You're good. 1974, Aretha number one, until you come back to me. Are you telling me you don't believe that? I'm going to need to see video evidence. Mm. Well, Now that would be fun. 
You do know that there was... Do you know what the gritty is, the dance? Oh, yeah, yeah sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Todd Johnston, apparently when the Lady Cougars won last week, he hit a gritty when he went into the locker room. So not, if there's and, not and video, it didn't happen. He said, he said, quote, I did it fast enough so they couldn't take video. No, I, don't believe it. I don't believe it happened. <laughs> I know his wife. She can produce video mm-hmm. of him gritty if it really happened. Well, he said if they would have won last night, he would have performed a two-minute tutorial on how to gritty. <laughs> Stray Cats, number one. Stray Cats, strut in 1983. So... Tiger by the tail, mm-hmm. stray cat strut. Mm-hmm. You see a theme for me? What do we got? Eye of the Tiger next coming up? Oh. Uh, that could be. Or, uh, no. Right says Fred in 92. I'd rather listen to Eye of the Tiger. My shirt, so sexy, it hurts. And I don't like Right said Fred. Too sexy for Milan, New York, and Japan. I'm a model. You know what I mean. Jennifer Lopez, Love Don't Cost a Thing, was number one in 2001. And in 2010, Lady Antebellum was number one. Am I allowed to say that? They were Lady Antebellum then. So do I call them their then name or their now name? or Lady A I'm just going to go Lady Antebellum and need you now. And then Seven Rings, Ariana Grande in 2019. They're your chart toppers for today. MB's Pearl of Wisdom says this. Remember, it's uh, it's humble day. So, MB's Pearl of Wisdom, find a victory in every defeat to remain hopeful and find a defeat in every victory to remain humble. Find a victory in every defeat to remain hopeful and find a defeat in every victory to remain humble. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for Beej, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.